Hello friends. So today I'm going to read chapter two. Why the 10 times rule is vital. Before we get into how important it is for you to think and operate according to the 10 times rule, let me share a little of my own story. For every project in which I have ever been involved, I underestimated the time, energy, money, effort necessary to bring my project to the point of success. Any client or targeted or new sector of business into which I ventured has always taken 10 times more mails, calls, emails, and contacts that I had originally predicted. Even getting my wife to date and eventually marry me took 10 times more effort and energy than I had calculated, but it was worth every bit. Regardless of how superior your product, service, or preposition is, I assure you that there will be something you don't anticipate or correctly plan. Economic changes, legal matters, legal matters, competition, resistance to converting, too new of a product, bank freezing up, market uncertainty, technology changes, people problems, more people problems, elections, wars, strikes. These are just a few of the potential unexpected events. I don't say this to scare you, but instead to prepare you for where the biggest opportunities exist. Ten times thinking and actions are vital. They are the only things that will get you through these events. Money alone cannot do it. It can help, but it can't do the job for you. If you march into any battle without the proper troops, supplies, ammunition, and staying power, you will return home defeated. It's as simple as that. It's not enough to occupy a territory. You have to be able to keep it. I started my first business when I was 29 years old. Most people won't go into business for themselves because they aren't willing to take financial haircut necessary. I had prepared for this, so or so I thought, and assumed that it would take me three months to get to the income level of the job I previously had. Well, it took me almost three years to get my business to provide me with the same income of the previous job. That was 12 times longer than I had expected. And I almost quit after three months, not because of the money, but because of the amount of resistance and disappointment I experienced. I had a very specific list of reasons why my company wasn't going to work. I had compiled it in an attempt to talk myself out of continuing. I was beyond disappointment. I was distraught and all but destroyed. I literally went to a friend and said, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I made up reasons after reasons why it wasn't working out. The clientele didn't have the money. The economy sucked. The timing was wrong. I was too young. My clients didn't get it. People didn't want to change. I sucked. They sucked and on and on. I eventually realized after spending so much time trying to figure out why things weren't working out that it was completely possible that I was missing the answer entirely. I never considered that I had merely incorrectly estimated what it would take to move to move a new product into the marketplace at the very beginning of the process. I had presented a new idea for sure, but it wasn't one that anyone had asked for. I had limited funds, so I wasn't able to hire people and couldn't afford to advertise, which was unfortunate because no one knew me or my company. I didn't know what I was doing and was cold calling after other organizations.
If this was going to work, it would depend on my ability to increase my efforts, not my excuses. Once I quit calculating all the wrong reasons, I committed to making this work by increasing my efforts 10 times. And as soon as I did that, everything started to change immediately. I went back into the marketplace with the right estimation of effort and started seeing results. Instead of making 2 to 3 sales calls a day, I started doing 20 to 30. When I ramped up my full commitment and aligned the correct levels of thought and action, the market started responding to me. It was still hard and I was disappointed from time to time. But I was getting 4 times the result by making 10 times the effort. When you have underestimated the times, energy and effort necessary to do the something, you'll have quit in your mind, voice, posture, face and presentation. You won't develop the persistence necessary to get your missions accomplished. However, when you correctly estimate the effort necessary, you will assume the appropriate posture. The marketplace will sense by your action that you are a force to be reckoned with and are not going away and it will begin to respond accordingly. I have consulted with thousands of individuals and companies over the past 20 years, and I have never seen one of them correctly estimate effort and thing. Whether it was a building, raising money, fighting a legal battle, getting a job, selling a new product, learning a new position, getting promoted, making a movie, or finding the right partner in life, it always took more than what people calculated. I have yet to meet anyone who claims that any of these things was easy. Achieving these goals may seem easy to those who are on the outside looking in, but those who know firsthand what, is, what it took would never make such a statement. When you miscalculate the effort, you need to make something happen. You begin visibly disappointed and discouraged. This causes you to incorrectly identify the problem and sooner or later assume that the target is unattainable and ultimately throw into the towel. Most people, including managers, first response is to reduce the target rather than increase their activity. I have watched sales managers in organizations do this for years with sales team. They give a quota or agree on a target at the beginning of the quarter and then midway through find they were unable to reach the target. So they hold a meeting and reduce the target to some attainable figure in order for the team to stay motivated and have a chance of winning. This major mistake should never even cross your mind as an option. It sends the wrong message to the organization. That targets are unimportant and the only way to win is to move the finish line. A great manager will push a person to do more at the risk of coming up short, not targetless. This idea of changing targets to make everyone feel good will lead to a further weakening of morale, hope, expectations and skills and everyone will start assigning reasons better known as excuses as to why the team is unable to attain its targets. Never reduce a target, instead increase actions. When you start rethinking your targets, making up excuses and letting yourself off the hook, you are giving up on your dreams. This action should be an indication that you are getting off track, that you should begin thinking in terms of correcting your initial estimation of effort. 
The 10x rule assumes the target is never the problem. Any target attacked with the right action in the right amount with persistence is attainable. Even if I want to visit another planet, I must assume that the right action taken in the right amount over whatever time necessary will allow me to accomplish this. When people inadequately measure the actions necessary, they inter inevitably start to rationalize. Mankind seems to have this built-in automatic calculator whose only purpose is to explain why failure. Explain away failure. The problem is that the first and most often cause used calculations always seems to target something other than activity level. This calculator tends to be more emotional than logical. It judges the project, clientele, economy, and individual to be deficient as a means of justifying why things are not working out. This is probably due to all the false content that has been loaded into the calculation by the media, educational system, and our upbringings, excuses like the market isn't ready, the economy is bad, this isn't wanted, I'm not caught out for this, our targets were unrealistic, and on and on. But more often than not, it's simply that you just haven't correctly assessed the amount of action necessary. Regardless of the timing, the economy, the product, or how big your venture is, the right acts done to the right de degree over time will make you successful. I can assure you from experience, after 30 years of building companies and bringing new products and ideas to market, that there will be something you will never foresee, regardless of how detailed your business plan is. I don't care if your product costs nothing to make and is 100 times superior to its closest competitor. You will still have to apply 10 times more effort just to push through all the noise in order to get people to even know about it. Assume that every project you attempt will take more time, money, energy, effort and people than you can imagine. Multiply every expectation you have by 10 and you will probably be safe. And if it doesn't take 10 times more than anticipated, great. It is better to be pleasantly surprised than greatly disappointed. If you want to save time in getting your idea or product to market, then you must make sure you do 10 times more of everything in order to be in places, more places with more people over short durations. For example, if you plan on it taking one person to pitch your idea, then plan on it taking 10 people in order to possibly be able to reduce the time it takes. But remember, 10 times more people will take 10 times more money, and someone will have to manage those people. 10 time parameters allow for a variety of unplanned variables that can strike at any point during a project. Employee problems, lawsuits, economic swings, national or global events, competition, illness, and so forth. Add to this list any marketplace resistance to your projects, people being set in their ways, shifts in technology, and well, you have a whole slew of additional potential events. For some reason, people who develop an idea about something they want to bring to the market tend to embrace a 
sense of optimism that frequently causes them to closely misjudge what it will take to complete their project. While enthusiasm for any project is clearly important, you cannot forget an impo one important fact. Your potential customers are not an enthusiastic about this project because they don't even know about it yet. The potential market is likely just starting to wrap its head around the notion. Then too, there is the possibility of apathy that there will be no interest whatsoever. I'm not telling you to be pessimistic, just be prepared. Tackle your project with the 10 times rule, like your life depends on it. Manage every action as though you have a camera on you every step of the way. Pretend you are being recorded as a model by which your children and grandchildren will learn how to succeed in life. Attack everything with the furiousness of a champion athlete who is getting his last opportunity to claim his pages in the history book. And always remember to follow through completely. That is the great common denominator of all winners. They see every action true to completion. Make no excuses. Adopt or take no prisoner's attitude. Approach every situation with a into in it to win it whatever it takes mindset sounds too aggressive sorry but that is the outlook required to win nowadays i know you have probably heard this before but success doesn't merely happen it is the result of rel relentless proper action taken over time only those who cooperate with the appropriate view and corresponding actions will have success Luck clearly has something to do with it, but anyone who is getting lucky will tell you that their luck is directly proportional to what they have done. The more actions you take, the better your chances of getting lucky. Thank you.